0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, January 31st, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Vilsack calls on states to tap coffers for ag. Don't touch crop insurance, groups say, and new SNAP recommendations. Vilsack, states need to step up ag spending. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says he wants to see more spending by state and local governments to improve local marketing conditions for farmers and ranchers. Vilsack spelled out his vision for the ag economy yesterday, and it's one that can aid, he says, uh, he plans to refer back to consistently as Congress preps in the next farm bill. But his goals for diversified income streams for producers should also be pushed by state leaders who he argued are sitting on a bunch of money to make that goal happen. Why can't they invest in value added opportunities? What's preventing them from encouraging ecosystem markets in their state? Why aren't they investing in bio-based product manufacturing and creating opportunities for agricultural waste? How about using some of that money to support local and regional food systems? Maybe they can help with input costs, Vilsack said. You can read our full report at AgriPulse.com. Farm groups to Congress. Don't cut crop insurance. A broad array of farm groups is joining the crop insurance industry and urging the White House and congressional budget writers not to propose cutting the program's funding. Given the challenges faced by rural America and the crucial nature of crop insurance, cuts to the program should be avoided, the group say in a letter to the Senate and House budget committees. Farmers, agribusinesses, lenders and lawmakers agree that crop insurance is a linchpin of the farm safety net and it's crucial to the economic and food and fiber security of urban and rural America. Similar letters went to the Biden administration and the House and Senate appropriations committees why it matters well congress is due to write a new farm bill this year at the same time house republicans are pushing for a budget cutting deal with democrats in return for supporting an increase in federal debt ceiling bipartisan policy center makes nutrition policy recommendations There is bipartisan support for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program to incentivize the purchase of the healthful foods, according to a new policy analysis released by the Bipartisan Policy Center's Food and Nutrition Security Task Force. The report focuses on encouraging incentives, not food restrictions, to develop more nutritious eating habits and says Congress should enhance SNAP employment and training programs. The kicker? Well, the task force report includes five key policy recommendations and more than 25 sub-recommendations to strengthen SNAP and other nutrition assistance programs authorized in the Farm Bill. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this located in washington dc watkinson miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than thirty years the attorneys at watkinson miller possess a unique combination of knowledge skills and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Six states propose Colorado River Modeling Alternative to Reclamation. Six Colorado River Basin states are proposing water reductions for protecting water supplies in Lake Powell and Lake Mead, but the plan lacks official support from California, the river's largest water user. The Bureau of Reclamation gave the basin states until today to agree upon reductions. Under the six state plan, Arizona, California, and Nevada would reduce their water use by 250,000 acre feet if Lake Mead drops below 1,030 feet of elevation and by 200,000 acre-feet if it drops below 1,020 feet. Additional reductions would be taken as necessary to keep Lake Mead's level above 1,000 feet. Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, and Wyoming would be encouraged to make additional voluntary conservation measures under the plan dry weather continues to impact Brazil's southern soybean farmers. Very dry weather in Brazil's southernmost state of Rio Grande do Sul continues to take a heavy toll on soybean fields there while the harvest in the center west region of the country is slower than normal that, according to the consulting firm Agraal. Agroal recently cut its forecast for the Brazilian soybean harvest the year because of the dryness in the south and the firm says it's likely to do so again. Overall, Brazil is has harvested about 5% of this year's soybean crop, were about 8 million tons. Brazil had harvested about 13 million tons of soybeans at this time last year. Philippines demand for pet food is growing an opportunity for U.S. exporters. The Philippines is quickly expanding a market for pet food and U.S. exports to the country are expected to grow as families there adding even more dogs and cats to their households during the pandemic, that according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Total pet food sales in the Philippines reached four hundred and thirty four million dollars in twenty twenty one, with a lot of that coming for the U.S. U.S. exported a record-breaking $51 million worth of dog and cat food to the country last year, up from $37 million in 2020. Though more local manufacturers recently showed interest in selling pet food, most pure-breed pet owners prefer imported pet food, according to the FAS. Sesame labeling provokes CSPI petition. Food manufacturers are skirting new requirements to identify sesame as an allergen by deliberately adding it to their products. The Center for Science and the Public Interest said yesterday, demanding FDA take action. Under a new rule effective January 1, sesame must be clearly identified as an allergen on food packaging when there is a risk of cross-contamination. But a petition filed by CSPI says at least five manufacturers and likely more have quietly begun declaring sesame at the end of their ingredients list without explanation or comment. Even small amounts of intentionally added sesame may be enough to trigger an allergic reaction. CSPI said, if companies can do this with sesame, there's nothing to stop them from adding other peanuts, milk, or other major allergens instead of cleaning the lines for allergens in between products. That's the word of CSPI Director of Regulatory Affairs, Sarah Schorster. Well, here's today's he said it. You really do need to think about it. If you were to implement the decree that you've signed as it's currently crafted, it would limit your ability to purchase yellow corn from American producers, which is two-thirds of the feed that you have available to your livestock industry that Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack on AgriPulse open mic discussing what Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador should be considering as he contemplates banning imports of genetically modified corn. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 31st, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com for AgriPulse Daybreak. I'm Jeff Nally.